Welcome to a new episode of the Upper Room Church Podcast. Join us in our Resurrection Sunday service as Brother Thomas Johnson III brings a special message entitled, The Crucifixion. I want to present the song and introduce the other, none other than our own, Brother Parker. Give him a hand as he comes, Brother Parker. All right, God bless you. Praise the Lord, saints. Today, um, my sermon, or what I'm going to be reading about today, is going to be the crucifixion. Because um, it's the Resurrection Sunday, but, you know, some people call it Easter, and it's they think it's all about... Um, eggs and rabbits and um, chocolates and trying to find the eggs, all of that. But um, it's about Jesus and how he died on the cross for us. And it's, if we did not deserve, we did not deserve what he had did for us. We were sinners and we treated him all type of way and we um, we made him carry his own cross and we made, we spit on him, we we whipped him, we pierced yeah. him in the side, and we put a thorn crown around his head. And when, when he was up on the cross, when he was up on the cross and they nailed um, nails into his hand, um, it, it had got dark and it was thundering. And then they started to believe yeah. because it's something to know and to believe. Those are two different things. You can know it, but you have to believe it in your heart. And you just have to, you know, trust him because a lot of people think that if you believe something, you see it, you know, you can feel it. And you you can see it with your visual eyes, but to believe in God, you have to use your spiritual eyes and, you know, spiritual um, feelings. And um, and in Romans 8, verse 32, it says, He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? And he did give us all things, you know. He gives us blessings, and we just treat him any type of way that we want to. And it's just so shaming because people try to be like God and let's say you give somebody a Christmas gift and you knitted that sweater or you bought that sweater and you gave it to them and you see them just never wear it then that's it's going to get you feeling some type of way and you're going to be like I just did I bought that for nothing I spent a lot of money and I bought that for nothing but that's that's exactly how God feels he was like I gave you a blessing and you just didn't you didn't accept it mm-hmm. so we just have to make sure and it's okay to not realize that's why uh you can ask the Holy Spirit into your heart and so he can help you you know um get where you need to be because the devil he he will tempt you in any type of way he did because job because with Job, Satan, Satan had this crazy idea. He always has crazy ideas. And, and he told Jesus that the only reason Job worships you is because 
that he, cause you gave him, cause you give him life, health, and you make him rich and you make him wealthy. Mm -hmm. But so they put that to the test, and Job got boils and he lost everything that he had: kids, farm, grass, and all of that. Mm -hmm. But but he, people were telling him his friends, I think his wife, his mother, they were telling him, why don't you just curse this God already? Because he didn't let you lose everything. But Job did not listen to him. He still had trust and he believed in God inside of his heart and and w once he went through that at the end uh, Satan was the one that was wrong and God gave him twice as much that he had than he had before because he trusted in God and that's the type of blessings that God will give you because he's just amazing God and it's really no word to describe how God how really God is and and God's love is just everlasting. It's like, like you know, when you're driving. I don't know nothing about this because I'm not driving yet. But I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm in the back seat watching, and and you reach a dead end, and like you get frustrated, you get frustrated, and you like you reach, you reach a dead end, you get frustrated. You're like, man, I reached a dead end. I gotta turn the car around. And um, with with God's love, there won't be any dead ends or frustration. You it's just gonna be infinity, and you 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 can't. You're just gonna keep going in the right path because God's love for you is everlasting. It's infinity. It never runs out. You can burn down the building, for what I know, and He'll still love you because He's just that type of God. And people take him for granted, and they they um they use him as a gumball machine. They think praying is something that you can do to get something or want. Now he's gonna bless you with things that you might want, but you can't just use him and use him and use him for the wrong purpose. You still have to realize that he died on the cross for our sins, and we did nothing to deserve that. Amen. We 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 treated him all type of ways. We he asked for a drink, we gave him vinegar, and vinegar is pretty bad to this day and I'm pretty sure nobody likes to um drink vinegar but they gave it to him and just think of Jesus didn't want to do it at first he was like man I don't want to do this God but but he's but no anybody on that cross could have died but their blood wouldn't have meant anything it was only Jesus blood that meant something to us to save us and in scriptures, first Chronicles 16:34 says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. And it does, his mercy does endure forever because he died on the cross and that's mercy because he cause he could have not done that. We could have been down there with the devil just falling for eternity and all type of things would have bit us and we and we won't have no skin because we'll just be getting burnt, burnt, burnt. But you know how when you know how when you get in the shower and you was like, Ooh, that's too hot, I need to adjust it, right? You you can't adjust it in you can't adjust it in hell. It, you you can't adjust it, it's gonna be all the way up. And <laughs> you can't be like oh yeah I'm gonna get I'm gonna get out I'm I'm done you can't do that because uh it's it the devil isn't gonna show any mercy to you you know he's gonna once he gets once he gets in your head he's going to uh kill you and he's not going to show any mercy when you get down there because he's just 
a de he's the devil and he's the one who brought sin into this world because Adam and Eve we could have had a world without sin but you know Satan had to come in and eat, make them eat from the apple they he didn't make they chose that decision and God he will try to get you on the right path but if you don't but if you don't accept that then you're going to be going right or left you're not going to be going straight you're going to be all willy-nilly like like a smoking addiction addiction like yeah. people smoke and they think it's okay because the devil got them you know you smoke one time and you think okay it wasn't that bad but then the devil will say do it again and again yeah. and again and then next thing you know you're in the addiction and you don't know how to get out of it and god and god is still trying to help you but you just don't know how to accept that and then you're just stuck and then you don't know what to do and it's just so ashaming how people just don't know um, how God is and what he does to this earth. And um, people, they know God, I'm sorry, they, they know God, but they just don't want to believe in him. Like they can know it in their head. They know he's real, but they just ignore that because they don't want to believe him. They don't know that there's a heaven where you can live in eternity and that you can live with him and see his face and you will not be in pain in heaven. You will not have to stress or anything. You will not have to wake up every day just to see a miserable day. In heaven, you will be healthy and you will be successful and people just don't understand how how hell is so it's uh, uh opposite of heaven because they think they think the devil is going to get them somewhere but the devil is going to get you to death and he's going to get you nowhere but death and um matthew 16 21 through 28 gotta turn there Okay, Matthew 16, 21 through 28. It says, From that time Jesus began to show to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things from the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised the third day. Then Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him, saying, Far be it from you, Lord, this shall not happen to you but he turned and said to peter get behind me satan you are an offense to me for you are not mindful of the things of god but the things of men then Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? For the Son of Man will come in the glory of his Father with his angels, and then he will reward each according to his works. Assertedly, I say to you, there are some standing here who shall not taste death till they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. 
And God controls our souls. He can he controls our whole body yeah. and he gives us freedom of it, which we take for granted. Yeah. And we take granted of a life that he gave us. We could never be right here learning about God. He like we could be right here not even knowing anything. We would be dust yeah. and nothing but dust. And he decided to put us on this world, which we did nothing to deserve again. Yeah. We did not deserve for us to be on this world especially right now with people being cruel and being so sinful and having rebellious hearts and just being so rebellious and sinful towards Lord and having folly mouths and so many things that is against God and you can never you can never please God I mean some things you do could be godly but nobody can ever live up to God. Nobody can be God because if you try to be God, that's going to that's going to get you nowhere. You can try your whole life, but it's not going to get you anywhere because God is only one God cuz if if we were perfect, it would be no point of God. It would be no point of God because because he's perfect and he can do he can do all things except sin. Yeah. And when he was in his human form down here, he died on the cross for our sins yeah. and we're not even perfect. We yeah. sin and we have rebellious hearts. Yeah. And his blood sacrificed. And the crazy part is he rose again. Yeah. <laughs> Once he rose again, nobody can ever raise from the dead unless Jesus brings him back, brings them back. Like Lazarus, he brought Lazarus back. And nobody could have brought somebody back to the dead because we're not perfect and we are not God. And people think they are. They worship and they disrespect him by worshiping Buddha and these objects and these idol gods. But we just don't realize that God is the only one one true God and he's the only one that will be the true God and there's going to be no change to that and I have one more scripture Matthew 28 1 through 10 1 through 10 okay he is risen now after the Sabbath as the first day of the week began to dawn. Mary Magdalene and the other Mary came to see the tomb. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back this the, the stone from the door and sat on it. His countenance was like lightning, and his clothing as white as snow. Now, that was a pretty big tomb. I mean, like, so nobody can get into it. And they and he they was able to move that so they can get Jesus out. And Jesus, he just wasn't going to, he said that he will rise on the third day. And people did not believe that until they saw him dying on the Christ. And they saw, they was like, oh, maybe that is a true God because because they was like, oh, well, maybe because the weather's changing. Well, you should have believed in the first place because now you got yourself in a difficult position. But but God still forgave them for that. He still forgave them for spitting and, and sinful on him. 
and verse 4 says, And the guards shook for fear of him and became like dead men. But the angel answered and said to the woman, Do not be afraid, for I know that you seek Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, for he is risen, as he said. Come see the place where the Lord lay, and go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead. And indeed, he is going before you into Galilee. There you will see him. Behold, I have told you. So they went out quickly from the tomb with fear and great joy and ran to bring his disciples. As they went to tell his disciples, behold, Jesus met them, saying, Rejoice! So they came and held him by the feet and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brethren to go to Galilee, and they and there they will they will see me. And God, he could have, once he rose from the dead, he could have wiped everyone who just sinned and who, who did him wrongly. But what he did was he forgave them and gave them a second chance because God, because in... Because what I said was in scriptures, First Chronicles sixteen thirty four. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for He is good; for His mercy endures forever, and His mercy does endure forever. And that's a proof right there, because you just have to put the the pieces together to understand how God will work these miracles. And he will do all these things to get you in the right place. And so you don't end up being in the wrong place where the devil wants you to be so he can kill you, do nothing but kill you. Some people think the devil are their friend, is his friends. But he, once he gets you and once you get to know him and he gets you under his control, he will kill you and do nothing but that. He will let you burn for eternity and there will be no dead ends in hell you will be falling forever and you will not be able to escape eternity is a long time that's forever we have 24 hours in a day can you imagine that just keep going no 24 hours this day all the time it's just it's not going to be any stops and 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 he did all that just to die on the cross for us he died and his blood his blood he he couldn't take it no more when he got up there and his blood ran out blood and water came out when 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 we cut ourselves no water comes out no all we see is blood no water and that's how you know he's the one and true god and the three trinity will be there to help us whenever we need it and if we're going through tough times because god because sometimes god will put us through tough times like my uh grandma her name was uh grandma brenda i called her grandma brenda and she she um she she was a very nice lady and i enjoy her very very much and and um i got this like i can remember from the back of on the back of my hand that this last moment that he gave that god gave me with grandma brenda and i just didn't realize at the point because when she when she died i was just so miserable i was like 
why would you do this, God? But I realized that he gave me that one minute because he did that to get me in place, to get me in certain positions that will challenge me so I can challenge myself. And it was just so, it was so, when I realized, I was like, that's what God did. I was like, I'm so sorry, God, because I, I, I was like, why would you do this? I was just so mad at him. But I realized that he did that so I can challenge myself and get better so the devil will still be behind me and not in front of me. But... But 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 we still we still we still don't deserve God's love. Nobody on this earth deserved God's love. Nobody did. No whatever you do on this earth, whether you're a newborn baby, you're still gonna make mistakes. And it's okay to make mistakes. That's where the Holy Spirit comes in, so you can accept him inside your heart. And so so you can get inside the right path and not the wrong path, because that wrong path is the devil. And you don't want, you don't want to, um, um, you know, get like, like how I did. I blamed Jesus. I was like, why would you do this? Because that was my, that was, that was a good grandma. And I, and I, I was, I was looking at it the wrong way because I realized that I still have one grandma left and one grandpa. And I can spend that time with them while I still know that I'm not going to have them one day, but I still have them right now. So I can spend all that time with them, you know. But God will do those type of things. He will, he will, but you don't see it at first. And um, when you don't see it at first, you know, you're kind of mad. But God will help you realize. So, you know, so he, so he know what you, so you know what you did. So, you know what he did. And he will make you get in a realization. He will, he will make you get in a realization and be like, Oh, so that's what you did. And I thank you, Lord. But some people get in that position and it messes them up. They don't get in realization. They just have grief and they they wanna they just so mad at God to the point where they just stop worshiping him and they think if he, he did this, he did this because because he hates me and he doesn't love me. Well, he loves you, but you did nothing to deserve that love. So that's what makes him so amazing. And that's what makes him still care for you because his mercy endures forever. And he loves you. He loves you to the moon and back and back and back and back. It's just so crazy because nobody, nobody deserved God's love. Like his love is infinity. And he, and to, 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 to to send your only begotten son that's that's like my dad sending me to a, a field trip and never seeing me again and just to know that i'm dying to know that i'm dying for these sinful people and my blood wouldn't have done anything though because it's god's blood that has to be the one that had to save us and those two, those two people decide beside him. They, 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 they were part of it. But it, the main point was, it wasn't Easter eggs that saved us. It wasn't bunnies that saved us. It was the blood of Jesus that saved us. And. 
And just to wrap this up, like, none of us deserve what the three trinity did for us, but we can believe, trust, and love God because of what he did for us. And he did a lot for us, and he still does it to this day. And God, God will do these type of things that will that we don't even realize and he will do these things that we don't understand but we're looking at it the wrong way because we're looking at it in physical form we're looking at it like okay that's not right because I can't feel it or I don't believe it I can't touch it but we have to look at it in spiritual form for what all of these things that he's done in the Bible and everything in the Bible is true if you put it together because he said that this generation will be wiser and it is but he said what you would know that I'm returning soon because people will blame each other and hatred and grow in hatred and you see people are shooting up schools and that's exactly what's happening but people still think it's some type of coincidence that this is happening and it's just they don't understand what's really going on and if you don't know what's going on you're lost and once you're lost, you don't know where to go. And then the devil, once you lost, the devil will pitch in and tell you to go this path, which is the wrong path. Yeah. And then when Jesus comes down, it's going to be too late. You're not going to be descending with him in heaven. You're going to be descending in hell. And that's just, that's, that's just all I had to say today. Please join me in prayer. Lord, I thank you for all these people today, Lord, and I thank you for them supporting me, Lord, and I just thank you for all my family, all these church members that's, you know, supporting me, Lord, and that you did die on the cross for our sin, and it's Resurrection Sunday, not Easter, Lord, because we just have to get to the, the point where you die on the cross for our sins, and no other man's blood could have been on that cross that saved us, and we could have been down with the devil, Lord, but you, you had the mercy and the love that saved us, Lord, and I just thank you for all these people here today, Lord. Anybody that's hurting or anybody that's going through something, Lord, I pray that you can just touch them and heal them and give them life, health, and strength, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Come on, Lord. Give the Lord a hand, praise. Amen. Thank you for that wonderful word. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Father said we could have been down with the devil. Amen. But we with the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Amen. God bless you. Isn't God good? I tell you, just to sit there and listen to young Parker talk about the Lord, it just makes my heart so glad. But God is good. Matthew 27, just to pick it back just a little bit on what Parker said. Matthew 27, and I'm not going to be long. I'm going to let you go. Thank God for Parker. Thank God for the young preacher. Amen. 27 and 27 verse number 11. And the word said right here, and Jesus stood before the governor, and the governor asked him, saying, Art thou the king of the Jews? And Jesus said unto him, Thou sayest it. Verse 12 says, And he, when he was accused of 
the chief priests and the elders, he answered them saying, he answered them nothing. Then said Pilate unto him, hearest thou not how many things they witness against you? And he answered him to never a word. And so much that the governor marveled greatly. Verse 15 says, Now at the feast, the governor, he wanted to release unto the people a prisoner who they would. And they had them a notable prisoner called Barabbas. Therefore, when they was uh, gathered together, Pilate said unto them, Whom were ye that I released unto you? Barabbas or Jesus, which is called Christ. 18 says, for he knew that for envy they delivered him. When he was set down on the judgment seat, his wife sent unto him and saying, have nothing to do uh, with that just man. For I have suffered many things this day in a dream because of him. But the chief priests and the elders, they persuaded the multitude that they would ask Barabbas and destroy Jesus. The governor answered and said unto them, Whether of the twain will ye that I release unto you? And they said, Barabbas. Verse 22 says, Pilate said unto them, What shall I do then with Jesus, which is called Christ? And they all said unto him, Let him be crucified. Isn't that something? He asked him, of course, uh, who do you want? Do you want me to release? It was a custom during this time. They re release a prisoner no matter what he done. Release to them any one prisoner that they ask. And they said, who do you want? Barabbas or do you want Jesus? And the crowd, they chose Barabbas. And there's something to think about. They chose Barabbas rather than choosing our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And you know what? They're still choosing Barabbas today. 2,000 years later, they're still choosing Barabbas over Jesus. Now notice, look at it again, and I'm going to let you go. Parker already done preached. Already done made us cry. He said, but Pilate said unto them, what shall I do with Jesus? Which is called Christ. That was a question to the crowd. What shall I do with Jesus? I'm going to ask y'all today. The same question. What are you going to do with Jesus? What do y'all want to do with him? You just think about that. The crowd. Jesus asked the crowd. What do you want to do with Jesus? What are you going to do about him? And they said crucify him. The question still need to be asked today. What are you going to do about him? What are you going to do with Jesus? Just ask yourself, what are you going to do with Jesus? Are you going to serve him? Are you going to hold on to him? Are you going to accept him as your Lord and Savior? Are you going to, are you going to dedicate your life to him for what he done, what he went through? The question needs to be asked to everybody individually. It's a personal question. What are you going to do with Jesus? I don't know about you, but I'm going to serve him. Can somebody say amen this morning? I'm going to serve him because look at what he done for me. He gave his life that I might have a right to the tree of life. What are you going to do with Jesus? What are you going to do with him, church? Brothers and my sisters, 
What are you going to do with Jesus? Well, I ain't going to do nothing with him. I don't know. I ain't going to have no parts with him. I just want to live my life. I just want to do my thing. But the choice that you make is yours. You got to live with it. And God going to call each and every one of us into judgment. Based on the question, the way we answer that question, what are we going to do with Jesus? God sent his son into this world. Not that he had sins, but he sent his son into the world to die for our sins. And if we don't accept him for what he did, what he went through, if we don't accept him, like Parker said, we're going to be lost. We could be down with the devil. I want to encourage you today, my brothers and sisters, don't be like that. Don't be down with the devil, but be up with Jesus. I don't know about you, but I accept him today. I accept him as my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I accept him again and again and again and again. I encourage all of you, make Jesus your choice. There's a lot of voices out there in the world. A lot of voices are calling you, pulling at you, just tugging at you from every angle, every side. Amen. Speaking to our children, speaking not only just the children, speaking to the adults also. They're calling you. But don't answer those voices. But there's one voice that all of us need to answer. Jesus said, my sheep, what about it? Y'all know, hear my voice. And a stranger, they will not follow. Can y'all hear God today? It's dark out there. This world is so mean. As Paul said, it's full of hatred. Can you hear God? Can anybody hear him? I can hear God right now calling me, calling my name, saying, follow me. Take up your cross and follow me, and I'll give you eternal life. Give the Lord a hand praise today. I thank God for Jesus. I can hear God. I can hear. You know, Parker gave us so many analogies and illustrations. I remember the day back in the days when I was at home and watching TV, and Mom would call us, and we didn't hear him keep watching TV. And y'all know something came behind that. You didn't hear Mom, boy, a slap will come upside your head. Boy, didn't you hear me calling you? Oh, I got punished for not hearing my mom's voice. Big time. But you know what? I don't want to be punished again for not hearing God Almighty's voice calling us. I want to encourage all of y'all, whatever you into, let it go. Parker said we could be down with the devil, but I want to encourage you. Be down with Jesus. Come on, get with him. It's, it's good to serve the Lord. I thank God for all y'all pressure way out today to hear Brother Parker, these young boys, uh, uh, the brother Carl's are here. These, I remember y'all when y'all was just like this right here, running around. Brother Carl, there, your dad, I remember you, amen, just like yesterday, Brother Carl. You know this your church, right? You ain't forgot. You, you, you came up and joined this church some years ago. This is still your church home. Amen. What you going to do about Jesus? We're going to throw them away. We ain't going to have nothing to do about it. But I want you to know that God loves you. For God so loved the world that he did what? Gave his only God son. That whosoever believe in him should not perish. But have everlasting life. God wants you to have everlasting life, my friend. My brother, my sister. That life belongs to you. Uh, don't let the devil cheat you out of that. Don't let him steal it from you. Remember John 10 and 10. What it said? The thief come to do what? Steal kill and destroy don't let him cheat you out of what jesus gave you amen i want what's mine eternal life is mine it's yours because god brought it and he gave it to you give the lord a hand praise today god bless you god bless you thank god for the message and thank god for the messenger 
Thanks, Pastor Johnson, for another amazing message. Make sure to join us next week for an all-new episode of the Upper Room Church Podcast. Until then, remember, encounter Jesus, echo hope, and dwell in love.